Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Morning shot. Welcome to Morning Shot. I'm Lin Lee. Former U.S. President Donald Trump has pleaded not guilty to criminal charges alleging he retained classical documents after he left the White House. Following the court session, Trump, who is campaigning to win back the White House, says this indictment is election interference. He has since become the highest profile person in America to face criminal charges under the Espionage Act for the unlawful retention of sensitive national defense records. So, what's next for Trump legally and politically? To answer that, we're joined by Carmack Waterhouse Professor of Law and Economics David Super from the Georgetown University Law Center. A very warm welcome to you, Professor. Thank you very much for having me. Now, Professor, Donald Trump faces 37 charges related to alleged mishandling of classified documents, and that's not including earlier charges he was indicted for. Could you weigh in on the seriousness of all of this, and what kind of consequences could he be facing? These charges are much more serious than the ones he faced before. Uh, The allegations here are that he lied repeatedly to the FBI, the Justice Department, other federal agencies in order to hold on to some of the most sensitive documents the U.S. has and stored them very casually in his private club where any number of people could easily have accessed them. Um, Many of these uh, crimes uh, have consequences of 20 years in mm-hmm. prison, and under the procedures, the sentences might well be consecutive, so he could end up being sentenced to spend the rest of his life in jail. But hasn't President Biden also had problems with documents? What's the gravity of the improper possession of such materials to start with? Well, they've not charged President Trump with possessing anything that he gave back. There were a hundred and some documents that he held for almost two years after leaving office, but voluntarily returned, and he wasn't charged for any of those. Similarly, uh, President Biden and former Vice President Pence were found to have sensitive items, but they gave them back as soon as they were aware of it, and they've not been charged. The charges against former President Trump relate to his repeatedly lying and uh, deceiving federal officials uh, to hold on to these documents. Over the centuries since its passage, few of the many cases brought under the U.S. Espionage Act relate to what most of us would think of espionage, that is, actually spying on behalf of a foreign nation. So help us understand here, if Trump isn't, as we call it, a spy, how much bite does this act hold in this case? Well, legally, you don't have to be a spy. Uh, The Espionage Act is an act to prevent espionage, and part of how it does that is arresting spies. But the other part of how it does that is um, keeping sensitive information secret. Uh, It doesn't have to be a document. It doesn't have to be shared if you're simply blabbing things around. If President Trump came on your radio show and started talking about sensitive things, uh, that would be a violation of the act because you're not supposed to spread that information around. Hmm. So following last week's court hearing, the case will enter a legal grind of perpetual proceedings. At this point, just how big are his legal problems and what are his options? I think his 
likely strategy is going to be to stall and hope that either he or another Republican wins the election in in November of 2024 and can end the proceedings then. I think if this goes to trial based on the evidence the prosecution has presented, if they have the evidence they say they have, then I don't think he has much of a chance. Okay, we're speaking with Kamek Waterhouse, Professor of Law and Economics, David Super from the Georgetown University Law Center. Professor, how likely will Trump's lawyers be able to get the whole case thrown out altogether before even going to trial? I think it's very unlikely they'll be able to get it thrown out. The prosecution made a clear decision not to bring charges on anything that was a close case. The only charges they brought are for things that are pretty straightforward. So I don't see any of them getting thrown out. What I think the president's lawyers will try to do is threaten to expose the very secrets that President Trump is uh, accused of holding on to and use that as leverage to try to get the prosecution to drop some of the charges rather than have these secrets spread around the courtroom. Now, we know that the uh, U.S. presidential election is happening in due course and we're seeing nominees going about the campaign trail. In what ways will this affect Trump's campaign? So far, it seems to be helping him. Uh, He has argued that the Democrats are persecuting him because he's their opponent and his diehard supporters have uh, embraced that and only a handful of prominent Republicans have disputed it. Some of them are being quiet. Some of them are supporting him. So, so far, he has a big lead and no obvious challenger. So some analysts have also weighed in to say that the Trump team will have plenty of opportunity to drag things out here, potentially until after the uh, election in 2024. What's your take on that? It really depends on the judge. Uh, The judge that this case has been assigned to uh, was appointed by President Trump and has issued some very extreme legal rulings in his favor in the past, rulings that were reversed on appeal by other Trump appointees. If she is inclined to help him stall, he'll probably be able to do it. Uh, Let's go back to the the campaign here. Um, GOP support aside, can he still legally run for president if charges are proven true and if he's convicted? Uh, Actually, yes. The Constitution requires that he be a natural-born U.S citizen, uh, that he'd be at least 35 years of age, and that he have lived in the country for several years, and he meets all of those criteria. It says nothing about not being a convicted felon. All right. Thank you very much for your time today, Professor Super. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. We've been speaking with Carmack Waterhouse Professor of Law and Economics David Super from the Georgetown University Law Center. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.